How to Create a Glitch Monologues Season 11 Chapter 2 This is Season 11 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 2. In this episode, we will be returning to the biological mechanism of deference and discussing the physiological processes that underlie it, and how they relate to thought pairing. The biological mechanism of deference begins in the hypothalamus, which is the center of control in the human brain governing releasing and inhibitory hormones. The hypothalamus is intricately connected with the body's regulation of its rhythms and homeostasis. The hypothalamus has the following functions. Releasing hormones, maintaining daily physiological cycles, controlling appetite, managing sexual behavior, regulating emotional responses, regulating body temperature. It is important to note that the early chapters of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix, the complete series, documented the process by which the physiological cycles could be undone. It is also clear in those early chapters that appetites are responsive to one's attempts to glitch. The centrality of the function of the hypothalamus in regulating key forms of behavior and specifically homeostasis, is indicative of its role in being the contact point or receiver of deference. I can update the process by which deference acts in the body. It begins in the hypothalamus, which sends hormones to the pituitary gland, which regulates the adrenal cortex in the kidneys and promotes the production of adrenaline or epinephrine. This causes an increase in heart rate and blood pressure, vasoconstriction, sweating, the flight or fight response and interference with the apocrine glands, which produce socially relevant hormones that induce arousal. Externally, deference can be understood to be a closed thought. The process by which deference inculcates the activity of the hypothalamus toward the upregulation of epinephrine and downregulation of other hormones, is through the regulation of the body's homeostasis and bodily rhythms. Every closed thought engenders a physiological reaction. The presence of a continuous physical threat produces the release of cortisol by the adrenal cortex, which preserves in the rhythms of the body its antagonistic response to the intentions of a tonic. If we understand thought notation properly, we can say that deference is the presence of a closed thought in the external box of a subject, which imposes the internal box of the subject onto the external box of the object. When this produces two open thoughts of common orientation we have attention release, and emotional coupling or postural releases. When we have a non-matching pairing for the object, this is pure deference. Meaning, there is really only one mechanism of interaction between people. Only a question of orientation. All social involvement is deference. It is also true that the hypothalamus regulates the activity of the sex organs. In men, epinephrine is associated with lower aldosterone production. The interrelatedness of aldosterone which governs salt concentration in the body, tells us that the fine-tuning of our homeostasis is directly linked. Likewise, testosterone regulation is impacted by epinephrine as well. Externally, when we observe deference it is commonly perceived of as acceleration or breaking in doing everyday tasks. But the definition of deference is that it is any social action which we do unconsciously which benefits someone else. Deference can also be observed as postural releases, since release of tension goes part and parcel with the imposition of direction through closed thoughts. As the sex organs are modulated by the hypothalamus, which modulate the behavior of others through deference, the sex organs function for the group, 
as a social organism, very much like the hypothalamus acts for the individual. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.